0: You're listening to the RAP podcast, the Welsh Regional Rugby Appreciation Pod, where we try to cover all the important issues on and off the field in Welsh regional and national rugby. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, all of that information is at the end, so you'll just have to bear with us and get to that bit. In the meantime, enjoy this week's show. Hello and welcome to this week's rap podcast with me, Lee G. And with me, as always, I've got Carwin, Jamie, and Reese. Evening, gents. How are we all?
3: Good evening.
0: Good, good. good. Right, we got a ton of stuff to get through this week's boy. I mean, everything just happened on the Monday now because they know we record on a Monday night. So everything just happened on a Monday. So we've got a load of stuff to talk through. So let's let's start with the admin first of all. Let's start with admin. So uh drink of the week. Carwin, what have you got? Drink of the week. Come okay, on faster, so Carwin. You. Quicker, 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 quicker. <laughs> well, if you stop
1: talking, I'll get it in. So Roosters Brewing Company and it's called the Babyface Assassin. It's an India pale ale. You can all see that there. Mm-hmm. It says yeah. don't take it, don't take it too lightly, but it's six point one percent.
3: Six plus oh, one. one. He's going to yeah, be a decent by like... the end of this,
1: isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be flat. <laughs> and I just took a swig and fair
0: play that strong. But it's nice. Does it hit the back of the throat with a hard one, does it?
1: Yeah, it's got a... It's got a it says it tastes off fruits and everything, but it definitely doesn't. I, so... I can't even... I, oh, hang on now. It also says it's vegan friendly, so let me just get another one. Hang on.
0: Got <laughs> <Your> a proper one, <laughs> uh, Reese. What have you got this week, my
3: friend? Uh, I got a Good Morgan Brewery Company. Uh, it's just called Welsh Pale,
0: and it says, Oh, it says you're shitting alcohol. me, dude!" Oh, yeah. you got <laughs> oh, I got that. Do <laughs> so you know what? No.
3: I had that on standby,
0: and I <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, that's that's the first snap that we've had, boys. Cool. <laughs> Jamie, what have you got, mate?
4: I got a fruity number tonight.
0: I got
4: <laughs> I got Tropical no, fairy IPM.
0: Tropical oh, fairy. <laughs> I got I'll do it
4: again
0: now. Do, do that better. Of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so putting this on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Don't do
4: that. It's um a fruity IPA bursting with tropical passion fruit and mango flavours. And um, it's, it's very nice. Like I like it a lot.
3: <laughs> You've got to say it like that.
0: But ferret, where's the ferret? <laughs> it's, it's lovely. But passion fruit and beer, I mean... Yeah, it works. I like citrusy beers. I like citrusy
1: beers. I like yeah. fruity beers as well. I'm big into them at the moment. Well,
3: a so like number.
1: That. Citra hops with mango and apricot and grapefruit. And it's also shite, but... Uh, no. <laughs> sounds great. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. But I, I did um, I was trying to get a can. I saw a can on the floor the other day. Obviously I didn't pick it up. <laughs> um you know, being in Cardiff and it was blue. Um but it was the the Mike, the Mikey Raya. I've
4: had that, it's uh,
1: nice. Yeah, I've been trying Mikey Raya yeah. 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 It's very nice. So I was well, disappointed I couldn't find it, but
0: Christmas is coming, boys, so <laughs> you know you've got to get your you gotta get your wish list into Santa quite early, as I've found. Because um, otherwise your wife starts going and buying stuff, like dumb stuff, like English ales yeah. and stuff, it's Just no, no. Yeah, reel in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. Okay, so we have got a tonne of stuff to get through. So let's crack <laughs> through the URC last weekend. It was a bit shit, lovely jubbly. Right, on to uh, forecasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Smooth over that
0: weekend. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll skip over that. <laughs> So, who who wants to start? Who was Friday night? Osprey, Yeah, winner? Yeah, Osprey. That was, Osprey.
1: That was yeah. the Osprey's. Go on, um, first good point, it was nice to see um, Matty Prothero making a the return there. You know, he, I don't know if he's been out, I think he's been out with injury for a while as well. So, it was nice to see him returning again to, apart from Bradley Davis, a young squad, you know, and a, and a depleted squad of that with the amount of internationals who were away and obviously none were released back to the to the squad, um, and I think there's been a lot of lessons learned in the last couple of weeks down into Africa. You know, they, they've come up against some quality players, some tough games, all, all four regions have, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and I think they've done, done themselves proud, you know, going forward. Um, especially after today's verbal announcements, um, I think you know, it could be quite positive. You know, hopefully, we'll hold on to these players now and they'll mature and they'll grow and they'll take these lessons learned uh, going forward into, into the next season or so. Um, but I think they did really well, especially you know, in this game on the weekend. Um, they didn't back down one inch, you know, they showed character um, like, like again, like I think all the teams did. And I was, I was impressed with the Dragons as well. I mean, the blues, I was expecting a bit more of, but they were up against quality opposition as well. Scarlet's well, Scarlet's just having an awful season. Same as us. You know, we, we've, We've lost by a point, we've lost by two points, we've drawn. I mean, you know, it's fine margins, absolutely fine margins. Um, but I'm proud of the way they played on the weekend and I'm looking forward to what the future has for them when they have a full squad together.
0: You boys are really bitter about the whole squad thing, aren't you? Because there's a lot of that on social media about 15 boys away and why is nobody coming out? Like Scarlet's had two players go out. Uh Dragons had yeah. Bradley Roberts go out, didn't they? I think yeah, yeah. Cardiff Cardiff didn't actually need anyone because they were pretty well stocked. But Yeah, we were on. Well until Saturday afternoon. Yeah. You were fine yeah, until to kick off.
4: But with the um, with the Ospreys, don't forget, they had an E. coli bug in camp as well. So you mm-hmm. had missing internationals, and you had that sickness bug on yeah, top of that. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And Wem when you consider... They were only, Yeah. But they were one point <laughs> down. They were only a point behind after 76 minutes, mind, the Ospreys. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, to be fair, I honestly thought the Ospreys were going to get battered. I thought we were going to see a big backlash from the Sharks. Didn't happen. The Sharks... I mean, we spoke about it in the last part. I think they were a I do. For the quality they got in their team. They're supposed to be South Africa's, you know. They were very hyped... In South Africa, they made all those signings. They were supposed to be the front runners, and you are seeing. I we, think they're
1: shocking. Did not yeah. new sack their coach last week or something? Was it nice they did? Yeah, Sean yeah. yeah, yeah. the
3: Cardiff
4: win, wasn't
1: it? But yeah. well, that's what we said. <laughs> Blue
4: said they don't the do Cardiff five-nil to sacral offense Let's be honest. That was. They'll never have a worse embarrassing if, if, if performance than that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, I'm, 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 glad that's been rec- I'm
4: glad that's been recorded because I'm looking forward to the Dragons' Cardiff Derby. Now. And I if I no, we all know, know the result of that. That's the best thing I've got you know, there. That's so,
1: a no, to know.
4: I said, no, welcome to yeah, well done to the Ospreys though, because they made yes, a proper absolutely. game of it. When you consider all the uh, disruption they had in camp, I think they deserve a big uh, round of applause. Fair play to them. Mm-hmm. And the score doesn't justify the efforts. You know, they were so unlucky, the Ospreys, not to come away with anything, and they deserved a losing bonus point for their efforts. I so thought it's a shame they didn't come away with anything. No,
1: absolutely. But like I said, you know, it's it's character building. It's gonna it's gonna help mm-hmm. going forward. You know, you have to go through these these big games um, under pressure. And, and I thought we did extremely well. So, yeah, well done. Yeah. I'm really, really proud of the boys
0: there. Well, you can yeah. see that in all four sides when you compare yes. the performance from last year to this year. You know, everyone has has gone up in one way or another. You know, so there is a, it's a slow learning curve and we'd all like it to be a lot faster, but it's it's a learning curve, isn't it?
1: But yeah. And so the joys of Welsh rugby. All
3: four days,
1: isn't it? You know,
3: I know, you know i was probably social media will shout at me for saying this, isn't it? But but from last season to this season, um, th- there's been a marked improvement with just the, the 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 way that we move forward, the way that we're playing the game, the way that the, the heads are not dropping on all four regions. Like, <laughs> four do yeah. uh, uh, at it. And, I mean, uh, you know, my boys were absolutely trouncing our second half. Uh, we had a good first half, and then and then just capitulated, but we're still trying at the end. You know, that was, you know, was a like, card supporter, that's brilliant. And I saw the same, like, um, the best performance must have been, like, the Dragons, but the, Ospre- the Ospreys and the Dragons were the two best sides that weekend, wasn't it? But all four regions showed a lot of, uh, of grunts, a lot of
1: dog. Yeah. Well, like, was like, um, Dy Flanagan, Flanagan's opposite number, they like, the compliment he paid to the Dragons was was absolutely spot on. He said, you know, this time last year, heads would have dropped, we would have put 50 points in them. More less, John Dobson,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. John Dobson said that. Yeah, he was very complimentary to the Dragons. Fair play to him. Yeah, he's so, right as well.
0: Before, yeah, before, before right. we move on to the Dragons, I just want to say that Jamie managed a whole sentence there without managing to say, do you remember when Cardiff beat the Sharks last week? So, you know, fair play, Jane. Oh, we Reece, talk yeah. about, you know, uh, sorry. <laughs> we yeah. we, we I talk about that. improvement. <laughs> yes, so I, was, <laughs> I, I said at, no such thing.
4: Is he coming over at, to the
3: right side?
0: I, didn't... I was looking at Jamie on the screen, I was. No, so Richie, yeah, you know, we talk about improvement and stuff, mate. So that's, that's, a, it's taking you a week, but there's a whole <laughs> sentence there without saying what a good win it was. G- give me time. Shot.
3: We got time. Yes.
0: <laughs> So, Jamie, you, out of the lot of us, you're probably going to be, oh, the, not the happiest, but the least miserable. So, mm. from last week's performance, what well, what do you think? Well, look, I said
4: on the pod last week, I said it was going to get ugly, and I feared for the Dragons. And um, I think I was right for the first uh, 38, 39 minutes, because they were 20 nil yeah. down. Um, they just completely overpowered the Dragons. They are no answer to it, to the pace and power. We didn't help ourselves with our defence. I thought defensively we were very poor in our first half. I know a couple of their tries of doing the rounds on social media, and yeah, they were good tries. But I mean, our defence was shocking. Our scrum was abysmal yet again. I think that is becoming a big problem for the Dragons, actually. Um, the scrum. You know, when we come up against big, powerful packs, we really do struggle. And uh, Aki Salui in particular, I don't time, he do, he really did. But um Jordan Williams got our tried, didn't he, just for half-time, and you're thinking, oh, you know, 28-7, you know, what can they do? But fair play, the second half was brilliant. I can't fault the players. You know, they turned it around. A couple of years ago, that would have been a 60-70 pointer. Honestly, it was heading our way. But fair play to yeah. the Dragons. I thought they were absolutely fantastic. The bench made a difference. I thought Ben Fry was great coming off the bench. I thought young Will Reid did okay coming off as well. It was just a really good team effort. And... Um, it was a respectable scoreline and it was a respectable performance. In the end. And to come away with a lo- lo- losing bonus point, yeah. that's big, that is. You know, That's something to take away. And uh, I, yeah,
1: I was really pleased. I was really pleased with the effort. You
4: know, the lessons they've game learned game. from that
1: game. Sorry, the lessons they've learned from that match coming back now. Well, actually, they're still out there, aren't they, for their European game? Yeah, yeah, we got the really alliance nice. now this week so
4: we need to take all the positives we can from that game into we need we need to win now actually you know we need to back this up you know we we put in a really yeah. good performance and uh, we need to start winning again now. You know, I don't want us to fall into the habit of losing and being plucky losers. I want us to pick up where we left off before the mm-hmm. international break. And the Lions are a beautiful team. You know, we can go out there and we can beat them, but we've got to learn the lessons now from the stormers. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of positives. There's a few worries, like I said, about scrum and defence. But on the whole, you can't fault the place for the second half fight back. And yeah, it was brilliant. You touched on it. Earlier. John Dobson was very complimentary about the Dragons, you know. And um, yeah, I think we're on the right track. It was tough. It's, you know, it was a tough uh, game, but we came away with something. We came away with a bit of pride in tap actually. So, yeah, it's looking, it's looking all right. To go twenty right.
3: down though, away from home in South Africa, and you know, you just putting uh, the points in on that, doesn't it? Is it? It's remarkable, isn't it? It's extraordinary.
4: Yeah. I thought it was going to be sixty, seventy points for on us, and it did look that way, mate. You know, they completely overpowered us, and we just didn't have a clue. But um, second half, I don't know what Dye said. Apparently, he's very calm, very uh, composed Dye Flanagan. He doesn't, you know, lose his shit or anything like that. But um, whatever was said half-time, it just worked. But like I said, the bench made a big impact as well. You know, and and that's nice to see, isn't it? You want to see those replacements coming on and making an impact. And that's what they did. So, um, yeah, I... have I'm looking forward to Lions now because I think there is that's a winnable game. And I want to see Dragons now have a good run in Europe because last year we didn't win any games in Europe. It was quite miserable. And we used to have a decent um, track record in the Challenge Cup. You know, We've been to a couple of semi-finals and a couple of court finals. I want to see Dragons now have a good run in Europe. So plenty of positives. Yeah, it's a loss, but there are positives to take from it. I mean, I'm not doom and gloom about it this week at all.
0: Blimey, what, whatever you're drinking... We, we need to get some more of that in because <laughs> Jamie's not pissed off about the rugby last Saturday. It's going to be a good thing. I can't be,
4: I can't be pissed off. <laughs> but you put in perspective, I can't be pissed off. You know, we come away for the point in South Africa against the champions. I can't be pissed off at that. Mm. You know, so... Okay.
1: Mm. Well, like, Without well, wanting to sound too much like John Inverdale in England, Reese, let's talk about Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> Down to
3: well,
1: I, for that. <laughs> right, 45
3: um, There was positives to take. Actually, uh, bear with me, and, I, I'll, and I'll end on the negative. Do so you know I'm not too one-eyed. Um, <laughs> um But like we had a couple of boys out, but not. Um, but I thought the pack, like especially in the first half, the back row just dominated in the first half. Like uh, both them, um, you know, and uh, Turnbull, who was like an unsung hero. Uh, he was getting a few turnovers and things like that. In the first half as well, we weren't giving away penalties. We were, we were just playing intelligently. Like we were just watching, you know, it was like heads of defense, if you like. we weren't giving anything away, and they were starting to get a little bit worried about, you know, they're uh, getting isolated because we were just picking them off. Um, then, well, I think what began to tell is a very inexperienced backline. Um, Mason Grady is one for the future. Uh, and he's, you know, he pulls off some good runs and does some good stuff, but I don't think he's the first star article yet. We had a couple of boys out from the win against um, the Sharks last week um, that uh, possibly made a bit of a difference, around like um, the Bango chasing. He's just lightning quick, he, you know. He's a, he's a like our Rio, Dier, you know, or a, a Giles um and he, he's just lightning sort of thing. And we had Alice Summer, who I think is a is a fine hundred and ten percent you know and a fine winner. Um but we didn't quite have that chase uh, of the ball that we had last week. And then the second half happened um, I just thought they weren't <laughs> that defense. They had a back line and just thought that's where we're gonna run at, we're gonna run you know on that sort of 10 channel um and just, just kept battering up with those big bodies coming and, and, and you know just I thought fitness told towards the end. I thought we were still trying to throw the ball about right at the end, but we'd lost a lot of direction. Um, you know, Jimmy, there was no shape to us, um, and we looked knackered, we looked off our feet to be honest uh, towards the end. But I, Jimmy, I, but I also can't take uh, anything away from the efforts. Particularly with you know, the new boys coming in, uh, we're putting in like we're nets at the fullback. He was really brave, you know. He's going in for those high balls and stuff like that. He wasn't uh, coming off. Uh, He's got off second best on a couple, um, but he, he looks like a prospect for the future. He, you know, I, I'm quite excited to see how he develops uh, alongside the young Mr. Greedy. You know that, you know, uh, as I said, like the last week too, uh, but um, So yeah, it was horrible that, uh, to to watch us go down with so many uh, points in that second half. Um, uh, closest I've come to turning the TV off, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I, as a tour, uh, I was expecting to lose both games, so we've come away from, with a, with a five-pointer. I agree with uh, Diane. I don't always agree with Diane when I say he's, uh, you know, we got battered, but we've blooded a load of players um, as of all of the regions. Now we've got some fine talent coming through, isn't it? If they can be developed properly, um, uh, you know. So yeah, so mixed emotions, but. Um, uh, as as a tour of South Africa goes uh,
1: moderately happy and back at the Arms Park next week or
3: is it yeah, the way yeah, uh we got um, yes. uh, and I, I tell you what if we bring that intensity we bring uh, in the first half um, of both uh, first half of the last game and, and the entirety of the, the game against the Sharks um, I, I'm quite looking forward to playing brief at the Arms Park to be honest I mm-hmm. think we uh, got I think we're
1: yeah, going get a good crowd
3: behind oh, them Well, well. Wow. Uh, so um, I, I reckon we've got a, every chance of uh, taking them as well.
1: Absolutely, I think to get a French team home on the first game, get a good crowd, crowd behind the guys at the Arms Park. Hmm. I think we've got a very good chance of beating them. Yeah,
3: no, I'd, I'd agree with that. Like, uh, and um, we've got um, against French sides at the Arms Park. We seem to have a good record. No
0: beating uh, Powell there. Hang on now, how far back is he going to... We, we, we've done the Sharks. Now, how far back are we going to go this time for for Reeses? Going back to 96. <laughs>
3: In every, <laughs> every time you come to me for Cardiff now, I'm going to move like, it back to the Sharks. You now for the rest of the season. we we'll would have to have
0: a new feature.
3: Wait, we didn't do what we did against the Sharks in this game.
0: That's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll introduce a new feature called Reese's Reminisce. Oh, but, mm. about, do you remember that game when...
1: Well, like the Scarlet's in Australia in 92, is it, Sorry, Now we're, we're talking, week?
0: fella. Now we're talking. Now you're on my territory. <laughs> Well, yeah, just, Scarlet on on the weekend is is just another frustrating game. We we play so well in patches, mm. and then we just it's like, like I said before, it's like someone's nicked the tackle bags, you know. It just so frustrating. There was there were times where we were dominating tackles and knocking them back five, ten meters, and you're going like, wow, you know, when those are big boys running at you, and we're going two man, one low, one high driving them back, sealing the ball, lovely jubbly turnover, great, that's what we want to do and then they run at us and, and we just go Ooh, and, 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 and we're tick-tickling and we're just like what the fuck's the point of that you know and it's just really frustrating, it's so inconsistent that we can play so well in patches and so badly in other patches and I think the frustrating bit for for a Scarlet supporter now is having played well in, in patches in quite a few games and just not even coming away with losing bonus points, you know, um, or, or your know, second game that we had three tries. And to be honest, that last try on 84 minutes, 85 minutes, I think that was probably more impressive than anything else because they could have quite easily, you know, taken that penalty Tap, walk, boot it into touch, and just gone. Thank you very much for going home. You know, they were, at best, we were only ever going to get that third try. But the fact that they wanted to go for that try, they wanted to show what they can do, was a bit more impressive for me. So, um, yeah. I, I, and it's not like you could even single somebody out and say, you know, they played well throughout that whole game. Everybody had good moments and bad moments. So it's just frustrating. I tell you what, though, yeah, Janeford, um, Playing at the the, the Lions next week Fuck me That ball, when you kicked that ball We were playing 22 to 22 And Mm. like not on the edge of the 22 Deep in the 22 And it was flying And they're going, yeah, this this is what it's like every week You know Absolutely massive kicks It's just
1: um, phenomenal
4: I mean, what I will say I'll be honest though When I watched Dragons against Lions I felt like we could have and should have won when I watched Scarlets against Lions, I just didn't feel like Scarlets were gonna get anything out of that game, and I just think that maybe shows where the two teams are at the moment. You know, yeah, and I, I do think the Scarlets they've still got, and I, it feels like we talk about this every time we discuss the Scarlets. Defense is still a big issue. You know, yeah. it's really letting them down, and I don't know how you've that. I don't know, but it's it's an ongoing problem. Now, isn't it? The, the Scarlets defense just is not up to it.
0: Well, in attack. I think we made more line breaks. Like the week before, we made more line breaks than anyone else in in the URC. And we must have been close to it this Mm. weekend. And it's just like we're offloading and the ball's going to floor and whatever. And and over time, that will come. You know, that's that's about running lines and running support. And at some point, yeah, we're going to start putting in four tries, five tries, six tries. As you know, that's going to become the norm. But like you say, that defensive stuff. We 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 showed little bits of here. Yeah, let's say here and there, there'd be little sequences where we'd put like two or three tackles together that were dominant tackles and we're driving them back. And then it comes to the next one, and we've lost our shape and boom, straight through. There's a try, and you're like, oh. "That's it." Yeah, I think there's like you know there was,
1: there was no cohesion there with them, and like those basics of rugby. where your backline should be talking to each other, and we've got the likes of Scotland and JD there in the centre. He's not going much more experience than that with the young lads around him. Oh, at least massive, he gave men through. Oh, absolutely. Wales,
0: haven't well, yeah, absolutely. Well, everything that's... that's... Everything good at the minute revolves around Scott Williams. And then we took him off. And, you know, I thought Steph Evans actually played really well and said he, he actually looks like he wants to go and play. I'd, I'd have taken Jonathan Davis off and left Steph, uh, brought Steph Evans on. I think Scott Williams would have made more space for... Steph Evans, but there we go. Yeah, he's got a
1: far better passing game, I think, uh, Scott Williams has than John his, Davis. His,
0: his pass is phenomenal. I, I watched him train it, and he will he will stand square, and literally he doesn't move above the elbows, and he will flick it to the right, and he'll bang that 15 metres on the button comfortably. Yeah, and, and it's literally... Two hands from there, bang and gone. And the amount of power he gets into that pass is absolutely superb, and that's what creates a space for the players around him. But it'll come, it'll come. I say we we they were encouraging signs. Hank Dane Blacker played well, uh, to be fair, when he came on. Um, Costello got yellow carded again. He gets more. Did you see the um, Fafita? Is his nose rearranged? <coughs> For him. With yes. a swing, wild swinging arm. Yeah, he was going down, but it was still a wild swinging arm. Splatters his nose, or oh, nothing. Carry on. And that's the kind of season we're having. Costello fucking sneezed at him. And he went down, and the referee went yellow card. You're off, son. And you're like, that's just kind of the season we're having. Is that you, is that you
1: blaming the ref again?
0: No, I'm just saying that we just cannot catch uh, uh, a break... On any 50 50 call at the minute, so not, I want to know who's not going our way, you
1: know, who, who's lost the most games in uh, or the coach wise, is it um, Pivac or Peel? Oh,
0: see, you can go Ooh. off people, Carwin, you can go off people, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, but to be honest, you know, Dwayne Peel is he's a young coach, he's a young Welsh coach, and he, that's, and he is a this, good coach. I do like Dwayne yeah. Peel. In the same way that players have to learn, you know, how to play in those bigger sides and and what have you, then coaches have to as well. And and he mm. is there are improvements every time. And if we could take all of our good stuff and repeat it for eighty minutes, we'd be fine. And and that's that's the bit. But I, you can see improvements come in. Yes, it's frustrating that it's not faster, but it's coming. And from the stuff that's coming out of the Scarlets at the minute, he's a very honest coach. He's very, you know, I want you to do this, I want you to do this. Um, you know, he's he is having conversations with players about, you know, whether you'll stay. Now that it's all been resolved, which we'll come on to in a minute, but, you know, there are some players that know already they're not going to be there next year. Do you know what I mean? R- regardless of what the settlement was mm-hmm. going to be. There were some players that are going next year. And I'll be honest, I think quite a lot of them are going to go next year. I think Scarlets is going to have a massive clear-up. It's,
4: um, it's a big learning curve, this for Dwayne Peel, as well, isn't it? Because let's not forget, he had no head coach experience before he took this job. You know, he was back to coach at Ulster. He was supposed to have gone to Cardiff. Then, obviously, mm. Scarlets. you know... Mm sabotage that but uh, it's a big learning curve for everyone at the yeah. moment and it's tough look as a Dragons fan I know it's like your, your team is losing week in week out I get it I completely understand and losing becomes a habit then and it's very hard to break mm. no honestly it's tough it's
1: tough being a fan I've been in I feel the pain look we won two games last season yeah, you've only won one this season. You, <laughs> you know, and we <laughs> it's not great. The thing is, we, we we've drawn more than the scarlets have lost. You know, I think. Yeah, but, uh, <coughs> yeah. It's
0: tough anyway, at the moment
1: for all our
4: teams.
0: Yeah. So we we said last week that um, so we'll we'll do predictions now for this week, right? But we said last week that we were going to do um uh, a forfeit based on uh, who had the best predictions. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I, uh, I wrote most of them down, but well, I wrote all of them down. Um, but I've lost my pad. With, <laughs> with, <laughs> Handy? It's like Theresa May.
3: What are you going to hide, Lee?
0: <laughs>
2: we, you know,
0: we did we did Christmas decorating over the weekend, ah. and uh, on Sunday afternoon, and my pad has gone missing. So I'm assuming my wife has tidied it up somewhere. <laughs> and I can't find it. So I was going to go through the, the pod again this morning and just write down who the, who said what and compare But it's a lot of hassle. So I think we just put that down to kind of experience last week. You know, there was a good dry run, and now the car wins back, you know. I don't even know if I lost. I genuinely I can't find my pad with it all written down. And I just didn't get the time to... I, uh, quite busy over the weekend, so I didn't get the time to to go through and write it down. But we will do it this week, and whoever comes off the worst by Sunday night, I'll let you boys know by Sunday night. who...
1: when well, we do out. our predictions then for this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Friday night, I think, is Ospreys, isn't it? Is Ospreys mm, yes. on Friday night. I think no, not, Friday. I thought it was Sunday. No, it was Sunday. No Sunday.
3: Sunday East Wales on Saturday, isn't it? Wales on. Oh, No, yeah. it's Osprey's yeah. playing
4: on Sunday at half five against Leicester. Yeah, yeah,
0: this Sunday.
3: Yeah. Scarlet's at home as well.
4: They're caught three.
0: Yeah, Scarlet's first, then Osprey's finish it. So the first game then is Dragons, isn't it? They uh, be... Yes. Because they got the yeah. early kickoff against yes, the Lions. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. is. Right. Yeah. So I've got my new pad. It's only a tiny little one. It's, it looks like one of those ones you get in like a Christmas cracker. All right. So you crack on. What we got now? Lions, Dragons, right? Carwin, what's, uh, what's your guess? Because it's Lions, a guess. Lions,
1: Dragons. Do you know I think?
0: I'd love the Dragons to
1: win. I think they've been playing some decent rugby out there. But I think now three weeks out there, You know, either this draws them all together and they're going to do well or they've got injuries on board there and it's having a a desired effect of them not doing too well. I know Rio Dyer isn't going out there as well. Uh, I think he's got a bit of a niggle and they're trying to save him for the derbies. Um, I'd like to see the Dragons win but I think the Lions will probably take it by about three points.
0: So Lions by three. Okay, that was a long fucking winded way of saying lions by three, mate. You know that, don't you?
1: Yeah, but I, I needed an <laughs> <that> excuse.
0: <laughs> Reese, what's your what's your bet? I'm gonna
3: go lions by ten.
0: Lions <laughs> by ten. See,
3: I see oh, a yes, Thanks
0: a lot. You're <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs> right, I'm gonna go. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go lions by five. So, Bastards, well, a Jane, you, well, no, actually, Jane, because <laughs> if I start betting that the Lions are going to win, then you start yeah, getting with right, everyone. Yeah. So, you know, That's right. So you can't begging beggars and choosers. Right, so these are your boys. Give us the rundown on this weekend.
4: Right, I'm going to go for a Dragons win because I think team selection is going to look a bit stronger. So I'm expecting Ashton Hewitt to start. I'm expecting Leon Brown to start. He did hold them back last week, Dave Flanagan, so i expecting them. What is the Lions team selection going to be like? Are they going to take this Challenge Cup seriously or not? Who knows? It's very difficult to tell in the Challenge Cup, isn't it? What team selection is going to be like. But I think this is a game the Dragons really do want to win. I think they'll pick the strongest team. And are you going to do? something they don't normally do. Yeah, I'm going to go for the Dragons by four. Four points. Why not?
0: When was the last time you yeah. predicted a yeah, Dragons play. win?
4: Uh, against Zebra. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this was three weeks ago, yeah. Fair enough, uh,
0: fair enough, yeah. Uh, cool. Right, uh, what's next then? So, Cardiff and Brieve, yeah. I'm gonna no, 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 gonna... you go last on this one. See, I've got a <laughs> system, yeah, because that's your boys, you go last. So, uh, Cardiff and Brieve. So, Jane, what's uh, what's your guess on Cardiff and Brieve, mate?
4: I'm gonna go for a comfortable Cardiff win because, as I said earlier, with a Challenge Cup, it's hard to tell whether these teams take it seriously. Can Brief be asked? Are they? They're not, they're not going to send their full strength team out today. Let's be honest. And if Cardiff get their team selection right, I think they'll win quite easily.
1: So I'm gonna go Cardiff by fourteen.
0: Fourteen. <laughs> Carwin.
1: Well, look, I, I I upped Cardiff earlier as well, and I think uh, home crowd, close squads to choose from. I think Brief will come out with a full strength team, but I think Cardiff by nine.
0: Cardiff by nine, All right. So I'm gonna go. Uh, breathe by five, just because I haven't seen breathe play this year, and uh, I just want to be different. So um, there we go. That's that's. My, I got no idea what breathe are playing like. Um, I'm so just I've looking got, at
3: the results. No, uh,
0: right, and
3: yes. <laughs> and the last time they won a game in the top fourteen was in first of October, I think, unless I'm missing one and that was against Bayonne. And since then they lost to Toulon, Toulouse, Dead Francais, uh Rustin, La Rochelle. Three for
4: bottom but they're bottom of the top fourteen. So that tells you all you need to know. They've won two games. I don't think they're gonna be taking this game seriously, to be honest. I think they'll play a weak team.
0: this will not be the priority for them. I think
3: I think that's by fifteen.
0: I'm gonna change mine to Oh no no no! You you yeah 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 yeah. No, Rhys had done some some bit of research there. Uh, so Rhys should go and buy Cardiff by fifteen, yeah.
3: I yeah, I reckon if we bring that intensity, we, we we try to bring in both games in South Africa. I reckon we're on a. It's a shoot.
2: <laughs> just, I've just lost
3: this for game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you jinxed it, pal. You jinxed it. Okay, so uh, Sunday then, we've got Scarlet against uh Bayon as well. So uh Reese, what's your uh what's your guess on that one, mate? I don't even know where's it been played, sorry. <laughs> so Sunday, quarter past three on Sunday at the park. At the park. I'll take a Scarlet and let go for Scarlet. <laughs> See, now I'm starting to get all Jamie about you predicting the Scarlet's win now. I mean, why <laughs> Why would you do that? How many points? Yeah. I'm going to go for two. Two. All right. Yeah, Four. fair enough. Scarlet's by two. Carwin? Uh, beyond. Uh, I don't
1: know. 15 points. By 16. How many? <laughs> by 16. By
0: 16.
1: <laughs> oh, oh all. Uh, sais.
0: <laughs> Jamie. I'll
4: go for Scarlet win only because they're playing a pack of Scarlets and because again, without going to repeat myself, I don't know if Bayonne are gonna take this seriously or not. I mean they are seven for the top 14, but Challenge Cup is a priority for them. Not sure. So um yeah, I'll go for Scarlet's win by Seven
0: by seven, lovely jubbly. So, I'm gonna go for Scarlett's win as well. Um, I just think we've got got a couple of boys coming back in. It's you know, the South Africa trip has been quite nice, but it's time to come to town and knuckle down. Do you know what I mean? It's time to we know we can score the tries, so let's just knuckle down and do the hard work where we need to. So, I'm gonna go for Scarlett's by 10 because uh, I'm feeling adventurous and uh, I don't care what the uh, forfeit drink would be next week, apparently, on that one.
2: <laughs> I, I got
3: a new game as well. Like, How, how many pads does Lee lose when he comes last in this game? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you see, I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it next to uh next to the, 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 the laptop, I promise. Well you'll have to send us a picture of your scribbles tonight. Yeah, look at the size of it as well.
3: It's
0: like, <laughs> so I, I couldn't find let's say I've lost my pad and um so I'm in my son's bedroom and so I've got the. N- n- none of my stuff around here so rummaging through his drawers didn't find anything dodgy thankfully and um, yeah found this little pad from like last Christmas with some card game scores on so I thought right yeah we'll we'll have that one so uh, next game then Uh, last game is uh, Osprey and Leicester
2: massive game
0: well, I don't know. A bit of a run out for Leicester. Jamie, well, do, what do you, a... scores, boy, <laughs> Jamie, what? Jamie, what's your uh, what's your prediction, mate?
1: Um,
4: I'm afraid I'm going to have to go to Leicester. I mean, Ospreys in a really difficult uh, group as well, aren't they? I mean, this is the the big boys' tournament. You know, they got Montpellier as well, and it's hard to see them picking up a win at all in this competition. Um, so I'm sorry, Calvin,
1: but I'm going to have to go for Leicester. Probably by about seven. Well yeah, let go for seven. Absolutely entitled to your opinions, lads. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Reese. Um
3: I'm gonna go for Leicester by ten. Leicester by I ten. I think
0: that's too much too much firepower. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Leicester by twenty. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just <'cause> you just- <laughs> <laughs> I've got the scores I mean if if, if it's that bad then you know I'll, I'll get a can of iron of um special brew and just fill it with water you know how, how bad is it going to be there we go <laughs> Carwin what's, what's your prediction mate
1: well firstly you know I think with the whole squad coming back together now I don't know how uh, Toby's going to play it if he's going to integrate them slowly or just going to get them back in there I don't know Um I think we've got a very good squad at the moment, and I think if it clicks, and it clicks well, I think we've got every chance of being Leicester. Yes, they're English champions. They've got a, a full English backline, as they put online the other day. Uh, the first uh, Premiership club to, to play a full English backline. Um, but I think if if we if we do click, and we click well, because our our time is coming in this league. It's it's just like I said, it's a fine margins. I think we've got a great chance. If it all comes together, and I think we will beat Leicester by about, I know, five points.
0: So that's your official prediction, yeah? Ospreys by five.
1: Ospreys then, beat Leicester five points, and you will all be Give you that hospital. <laughs> I'm still in shock from the injury. To be honest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> honest. Yeah. it's football, not a rugby ball. <laughs>
0: Uh, what I will say is, um, the weather for this weekend is meant to be really, really cold and windy, isn't it? It, it is like Ooh. a storm coming. Cold. Well, it's not a storm. It's not officially classed as a storm. The the Troll of Trondheim is is like a beast from the east thing. Um, Too much Derek,
1: delic- the weather you've been watching,
0: boy. <laughs> no, I was on Facebook. It must be true. It was, it was, it was a Twitter post, so it must be true. But yeah, there was, was this like big cold blast with lots of nasty wind coming. So who knows? You know, we saw the way the weather affected the Cardiff game. That, that was the only way to beat the Sharks. Let's be fair. So you know, um, who knows what the weather will will bring this weekend? But it's, it is meant to be real. Shit weather this weekend, so I'll hope. be
1: working. So don't tell me the score for the Ospreys games; so I'll have it on record.
0: Okay. Nobody, no I, I think <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll you'll get a sense of it. Definitely,
3: <laughs> radio silence. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah quite right, wrapping on you.
1: Complete radio silence.
0: <laughs> right, okay. So we wanted to rattle through the the, the rugby bits. Um, Quite quickly because the you know, so we're recording this on a Monday night, and the amount of rugby news that's broken today is probably enough to fill the week. Um, yeah, did it, Did so you
1: hear any jones has been sacked?
0: I think that's tomorrow, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> officially any... confirmed tomorrow, yeah,
0: officially apparently. confirmed tomorrow, yeah. But, um, replaced by Pivak. Let's stick to um, <laughs> a... oh,
4: bothwick gone for this. Steve bothwick, apparently, mm. according yeah, to the yeah. mail.
0: Yeah, oh, mm. oh really? Yeah.
4: Well, that's what the Daily Mail reporting that Eddie Jones is going to get sacked tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. And then, um, Steve yeah. bothwick, the Leicester coach, is going to be uh, England. So, I well, we that'll seat. be
1: handy for us on Sunday.
4: <laughs> Happy days. It probably won't matter, Cohen. if I'm honest.
0: Yeah. I can, I can, <laughs> They're still winning even without a coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's stick to Wales stuff. Let's, let's, so, Pivac gone, which we thought was going to happen last week, mm-hmm. um, which is why we recorded two last week. Um, so, pivak gone, Gatlin back. Uh, regions have had uh, a, a <coughs> verbal agreement for... Funding for six years, and um, Ospreys. um, uh, What's his name? Deniro. Garcia. That's the boy. Um, He's gone. (laughs) So, (laughs) wasn't he in one of those gangster films? Um, Anyway, when when he
1: came in, all his talk about you know the investments they're making with our company. where, Where is it? All this
4: uh, global brand nonsense he kept banging on about as well, you know. Yeah, he was very naive, though, was the coward? Don't you think? I mean, when you look back, the nonsense he was coming out with, I think he was very naive. I, I, I I don't think he understood Welsh rugby. I think he came into it,
1: and then realised. I think he comes as a fan. This is Welsh rugby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, like one of the lads on Twitter, I I posted the questions you guys, the lad asked me as well about the Ospreys possibly losing the. uh, the Umbro sponsorship as well. Um, you know, and and is that true? We don't know. Is it a rumour? Don't know. But now, you know, Garcia's gone. Um, I don't think that's the company gone. Why um, 11 Sports Media there? Um, no, no, it's not. The other guy, it's um, James uh, Davis Yandel is the, is the guy in charge there. Mm. Um, now, I'm still trying to find ways to contact him because... I uh, say one of the followers on Twitter. That he's asked if we could ask that question and maybe get him on. I don't know, but uh, so, that, that's another day. That's another day. What was
0: mm-hmm. what was his actual role? What was he there to do? He was the CEO. So he was the the head honcho, the chief chomunky. He was everything. Because I thought he was just in charge of marketing. I thought he was a marketing guy. That's what I thought he was there for. Money. No. no. He was part he's... of the
4: PRB, along with the other chairs, so he would have been in negotiations on the PRB mm. professional game board.
0: So, was he so that, that, that,
1: that that links when you wonder, like, so he's gone today. This announcement has be made today. Has it gone his way? I don't know.
0: <clears throat> or maybe he was just waiting for the announcement to come out and, like, right, that's that. Finished, I can go maybe. sort of thing. Or oh, listen, buts. We don't know, do we? Mm. So what, what do we make of the six-year agreement then? Let's 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 start with the fact it's not signed and sealed, sir. So. Well, what yes. is the agreement? What <laughs> is the
1: agreement? What's the what's the funding? You know, uh, what's the rules uh, of keeping players, uh, signing players, signing foreign players? You know, it, it's a lot involved, isn't it? And what about the twenty million debt passed on to the regions? Is that going to be offset? Is that going to go back to the WIU? You it's know, um, I think I think there's lots involved, and. It all does come down to money at the I end, mean, which is why we are where we are now. Um, mm. But first and foremost, I think it's the players need to be looked after. You know, It's been so uncertain for them. Um, and it clearly it affects them. It's affecting the way they play. It'll affect their home lives. It, 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 it's, it's much deeper rooted. Um, That's what
4: the Welsh Rugby Players Association said, is? didn't they, last night? They put out a statement, yeah. didn't they? And they said it's affecting the, the performances and the well-being.
3: So you know,
2: um, I think that was to give a good nudge. But that's a no
3: brainer, like it. Because if you just like take away like rugby and everything like that, it's a job, isn't it? It's a job where you pay, yeah. for food on a table, roof over your head, and you know do what you need to do with with uh, your income and things like that. So if you don't know where you're going to be, if you're going to be even working next year, it stops everything, isn't it? It stops you being able to finance anything and what have you. And financial stress is meant be like a massive cause of depression, anxiety, including suicide. Suicide. Like that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so it's by then withholding and, and taking this long through, you know, whatever everybody says and stuff like that, you know, there's a lot, must be a lot of incompetence involved because you can't get to an agreement to, to run the professional game in Wales where people, there's
1: workers involved. Then
3: that's it's disgusting, isn't it? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, facts, if,
1: you if, if this, sorry, if this, in, so, sorry, Jane, if this, if this, are, like, statement to come out a week ago, would Will Rowland still be the Dragons? I was just about to talk about that.
4: Now we've already had our first casualty, and we will Rowlands.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah. You know, and this uh, Dragons have lost their best player and captain. Wales are going to lose their best lock, and it's all too late, isn't it? You know, this has gone on for far too long. Mm. I had a rant about it on the last part. It's just not good enough. You know, it's really not good enough.
3: It's not good enough for ed- anybody, is it? Anybody no. involved, including the people making the decisions, because essentially they. Basically killing the
1: game. Yeah, yeah. But this—did you
4: process... watch uh, Scrum Five? Sorry, did you watch yeah. Scrum Five? of you? Yeah.
1: They had right.
4: Yayan Evans on the new chair, yeah. and you know they were talking about all this—you know—deadlock with the the regents and all this. And fair play, it was a really good exercise in somebody saying a lot but without saying anything.
3: It was like he
4: he could oh. not give a straight answer to anything. Yayan Evans. It was just waffle. It was like watching. A politician political question time.
0: Yeah, then, absolute
4: waste of time.
0: But then, yeah. if you're this close, like they're obviously very, very close to an agreement, yeah. He says one thing wrong on Scrum Five on Sunday, and the whole lot is up to Swanee. So I don't. Put, what what he what he should have said was, look, I'd love to come on Scrum Five this week. But we're a really sensitive part of the negotiations, and I don't want to cock that up. It's too important. That's yeah, like Boris so like Johnson on, saying next week.
1: It's it's like isn't, Johnson isn't saying, point uh, point. "No, we didn't have any parties. There was no parties." <laughs> <laughs> But What he,
3: yeah. he said about William Pivak and he, says, he, just, he, going, he just kept repeating himself, and it was just—it was—it was so frustrating for an interview. Yeah. Like, like I agree with you, Lee. Like they just mm. not go on there because, what, on. What yeah. for the fans, because They're the fans, we? Like, we, and that's what we're trying to sort of represent but... in this podcast. It's—it's mm. it's going to frustrate people, isn't it? After what's happened before and what's the core, what is causing <laughs> at the moment? Yeah.
0: Sorry, but no. this is why I keep saying about leadership. Yeah. And yeah. and what we are crying out for now is leadership. If if I N Evans had a had a like done a quick interview there and said, Look, guys, I would really love to come on the show, but there's there's stuff going on that's at a really sensitive point and I'm hoping we'll have an answer for you this week, but I'll willingly come back on next week and discuss the points when decisions are made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone goes, All right, okay, we, we, we kind of get a feeling something's coming. I, and I think this is the whole problem with the, the the Welsh game at the minute, you know, with with uh, PIVAC, with decisions around PIVAC, with decisions around regions, everybody's so scared of saying stuff and just saying, look, you know, we're working on something here, you know, we're, we're trying to build this, we're trying to do that, we're trying, and nobody will come out and say stuff because they're so <laughs> scared of getting ripped to pieces on social media that they just go, Do you know what, we, we just can't say anything about anything. So go on, show a face, say nothing, come off, keeps people happy. Yeah, and it doesn't, it it, it makes it worse. But the, the, the void of leadership that we have right now is killing the game. Because you've got community clubs, I've not got a clue what's going on with the game yeah and as much as you know we we talk about separating community and and um professional, which is yeah we we all see that and we all see that that's the the way to go. every single professional player starts in a community game, yeah, so we can't disregard the community game, and you've got clubs in that community game who are absolutely fighting tooth and nail to stay open for another month in the hope that that month. Well, you know, we might attract a couple of players. We, we might have a couple of birthday parties, and that'll be enough to pay for some more. Do you know what I mean? The the clubs are fighting tough and nail, so having somebody at the top just putting a a, a hand up and saying, "Right, do you know what, guys? This is what's coming." You Steady know, the ship. This, yeah, this is what the future's going to look like, and you know what? We've got some stupid stuff going on at the minute with this that bloody. Skywalk or whatever it is, which is not gonna make a ding for you know, that's not gonna affect the finances of uh local clubs, you know, that's not gonna improve local clubs. And and we need somebody in there now. And this is why I hope Yian Evans does, is just go right, okay. In my first week I've done, you know, sacked a coach, took a coach on, and we've agreed to the uh the six-year deal for clubs and whatever. Yeah. Right, okay. Tuck. This is what the next 12 months looks like, this is what the next five years looks like, do you know what I mean somebody that's got a bit of a plan of what that future's going to look like so we can go right, we're going to go and do something because at the minute it just
1: can I, can I Can I just say something before, because I think we've, we have forgot this actually, it's more the personal side of rugby uh, regarding Wayne Pivak, you know he, to, he took on a big job, It had his ups and downs, but as a bloke to a man, what a lovely guy
2: you know,
1: yeah, he, yeah. I I met, I met him up in um, in Ulster in Belfast when Scarlets went up there and they lost. They lost Ulster. To he took time out after the game to speak to me. Really nice guy. Who, you know, regardless of the result. And firstly, wish him and his family all the best and for the future. I agree. Uh, there's course. been a lot of people yeah. who've you know he's been slagged off a lot. And you know, I wouldn't want that job. You know, I, I really wouldn't because like you know, say so we're all we're all experts in the game, aren't we? Um, and we we all got our opinions. I'm sure. You know, he does read those comments remarks on the national rags or whatever. But uh I wish him all the best, you know, and good luck in the Because
0: he is yeah, a good coach. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. No, no. No nobody no. Tr- nobody tries to do a shit job. Nobody tries no. to, to lose a game, you know. And and he was making the effort. It just didn't work out. And sometimes it doesn't work out. Gatland didn't work out at Ireland. And it didn't then work out from in New Zealand. Yeah. And then it's came to Wales and things fell into place. So It's nothing
4: personal, though, is it? I mean, at no. the end of the day, this is professional sport and it is a results-based business. That's the reality of it, you know? Yeah.
0: I think I think some people on social media thought it was very personal. Um, and I, I think the thing is, uh, when I was reading through the WYU post this morning, and like the first 15, 20 posts are all quite, negative, I'm going to go, uh, you know, blah blah, blah blah blah, all of this kind of stuff. And then you can see after about 20 minutes, half an hour, they start to be a bit more neutral and a bit more kind of like a bit more balanced. And then after about an hour or so, actually, it's actually yeah, good luck. Well done. Thank you for trying. You know, appreciate that it didn't go well, but, you know, thank you. Yeah, and He's a good I coach. Just, he,
1: did, he, did, he did wonders for the Scarlets.
0: Yeah, you know? no, what I'm saying is I think that there are some people who project themselves as Wales supporters who just go around looking for ways of kind of putting their name to something to make, I don't know, whether it's a, an ego thing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're just looking for a way of getting their name out there and I'm going to be the first one to slag him off and people will have a go. Yeah. But, but when know. you
4: think about it, right, you put it into perspective. A man has lost his job just before Christmas. And it don't matter what line of business you're in. That's tough, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's never easy to see people getting sacked. I mean, you know, even Eddie Jones. I, I think Eddie Jones is a great coach. I can't stand him as a person. I think he's really <laughs> divisive. He said some <laughs> awful things. But he's going to lose his job. Right? Do you know what I mean? And it's not nice seeing people lose their jobs. But unfortunately, that is what it, this business is. Well, it's a results-based well, business. It's professional hand. sport. It's not a like you skin, know. does it? So, let's... Well, no, that's it, I suppose, yeah, but...
0: Let's move... (laughs) So, there's there's two bits then with Pivak going, is the team, and this is what I was saying before, you know, a couple of pods ago, about the team beneath him, whether they stay or whether they go, and who comes in there, and then we've obviously got Gatland coming back in. So... Which one do you want to go for first? Do you want to start on Gatland and then we'll do the team underneath him, or do the team underneath him and then have a go at at Gatland and see where we go from there? Who wants to kick off? (laughs) Um, Go on, (laughs) Rhys.
3: With Gatland, um, I think I said in earlier parts, I wouldn't mind him coming back in to sort of steady the ship. Um, uh, what, What Gatland's good at is working very quickly with the resources available to him and galvanizing them into some sort of workable unit. Um with with uh and what 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 makes him like a like a good coach is seeing what attributes everybody has in that team to work as quick as possible when we've only got that year turnaround or less than that now.
1: That's it with the Lions as well, isn't it? You know,
3: it's so, proven World Cup. Yeah, exactly the Lions are the hardest thing to turn into a winning side, isn't it? Like is, it doesn't happen many, many, many tours. So I liked The fact he came back for that reason, hoping it would be a short-term contract and things like that. So, am I am I right now? um, I've been reading like different things all day, but he's got uh, episode twenty twenty-seven. It's not short-term, no. So So it's he's he's got he's got he's got a a number of years now, and that I didn't want. I wanted to bring somebody
1: fresh in. um, But I think those number of years is overarching because he's going to take us up to the World Cup see how it goes from there, but that overarching period then to 2027 is more about mm. the structure uh, of Welsh rugby, I believe, and of mm. the regions of the community, the grassroots and the clubs. Mm. I think it's the whole whole shebang. It's not. Mm. I, I think a new coach will come in uh, after the next World Cup, so Gatlin still will be involved in Welsh rugby.
0: Like a director of rugby type thing. Yeah, I think so. it depends. Same yeah. as we have, we haven't got the the details of the agreement for the regions, and the same with Gatland. You know that the, there's obviously we're not going to get all twenty pages of his contract, obviously, but having an idea of some of the key points of it would be would be good because I think you're right. If he comes back in in that type of director of rugby role. You know, he he acknowledged before he went that, you know, the depth of with certainly within certain positions in Wales, the, the depth of quality wasn't what he wanted it to be. And he, he said something like, you know, we had opportunities to develop players that we didn't take and in hindsight I could you know I'd I would have liked to have developed more younger players. So having him in a director of rugby role for me, that that makes sense. That makes sense. We we, you know, people will listen to him because he's got that bit of gravitas about him. And so when he's talking to coaches around the country, yeah, you know, when he's going, you know, you need to do this, this, and this, people are going to go, oh yeah, that's Scotland. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And it, we and it,
4: need to discuss the cost of this as well because this is a really important point. Okay, hmm. we're told that there's no money in Welsh rugby, right? Now. They've had to pay Gatland a big fat contract. This is my take. Yeah. This is what I think happened, right? I think England wanted Gatland, and they came to him with a bumper offer. And I don't think Gatland had any intention of taking a short-term deal. He wants long-term, right? So I think the WRU went to him. Can you take us to the World Cup? He's probably gone, well, I got this from England, a long-term deal. I think the WRU were panicked, and they're giving Gatland now this bumper deal, and that's how they've got their man, Right. According to Wales Online, Steph Thomas from Wales Online, he's reporting in his article tonight, 600,000 is going to be Gatland's contract. Okay? Then you got to factor in, they got to pay off Wayne Pivak. Okay? Yeah. That ain't it's... going to come cheap. Right? Then Gatland may want to bring his own people in. He might not want some members of that coaching team. I'm expecting Rob Bowdy's going to come back. You know, I don't know if Stephen Jones is going to keep his position. He might want to get rid of some of those players. So you got to pay those guys off you got to bring new guys in. This are coming cheap and we're told there's no money in Russia. Meanwhile, the professional game is floundering. The budget, you know, the regions haven't agreed their budget. So it's not... Good they, look they mentioned like, visa. They've
1: mentioned a million somewhere for getting rid of the staff paying it,
4: off It could contract, cost up, up, to for, up to a million. Yeah. But where's that money coming from there? Because we're constantly told there's no money in Russia. We were constantly told there's no money to fund four regions. But when push comes to shove, we actually have got the money, you know, but the WOU get what they want because it's all about Team Wales. They take priority. And that's what today has really proven, isn't it? I mean, we've and all and known it, but Team Wales always takes priority. Mm. You know? and I,
3: going, going back to how you structure the the, the, the the big three issues, isn't it, of the community game, the professional game and Team Wales, um, that, that's, that's an issue, isn't it, around trust, around each different... Uh, like mm. a, a part of that game in Wales struggles to trust the rest. Uh, like the community game is what you do so watchful, even though like you now the point, the good point was made to me uh, a couple of sessions ago. Sixty-five percent of the clubs did vote for change and stuff like that. So that's that's good, isn't it? That that shows things moving forward. But. Um, Sometimes you can't blame the other thirty-five. As frustrating as it is, you know, because they, uh, like Lee was saying, as you know, struggling with those, you know, uh, trying to yeah. put money on the table to stay open and what have you. So it's, it's all about trust. And when, when the WO can come out and do that and just put those wads of cash on the table when it wants to, sort of thing. And as, as we just said about player well-being and that money not being available for for the workers that keep the prop up the game and you know and go into Team Wales, uh, then then that's.
4: That doesn't help me. Yeah. I, I I'm with you though, Reese, about Gatland. Um, and I did mention this on the pod. Um I do think it's the right decision to let Wayne Pivac go. I I just think his position was untenable, you know, three wins in you know, all year, those embarrassing home losses to Georgia and Italy. Any other union, if it was Ireland, if it was England, they would have dispensed to their coach, you know. So I think they had to do it because his position was just untenable. I'm happy to have Gatland back, but Like, you know, I thought it was going to be short term and now it's longer term. And you're thinking, is that really the right option? You know, and he's going to have a big say now with Welsh Rugby, isn't he? Don't forget, they're going to do a review into the regions. They're going to do a review into the whole professional. Gatner's going to have a big say. And you do wonder further down the line if he goes, well, we can't have four teams anymore. Someone needs to go, you know, And, and that's not off the table, Mike. By the way, you know, we had our Oakwell report. I've got a feeling in the next few years or so, this conversation is going to come again. I generally think we're going to lose a team in the next few years or so. And the reality is, it's going to be Dragons or it's going to be Ospreys. Cardiff would be fine because they're the capital. Scarlet's would be fine. It's going to be either Ospreys or Dragons. And I, I'm not scared, scheme you, but I really do think further down the line, when we do have this in-depth review, I think a team's going to be in trouble. And that's my concern going forward. Do you really think
1: it'll be the Dragons, though, with you know being part-owned by the WRU anyway?
4: Well, they could close us down tomorrow, mind. You know, being part of the WIU, they could close us down tomorrow. But then I think, well, if that's the case, they would have done it already, you know. But um you have all sorts of stuff about Ospreys, don't they? They're in financial trouble. I mean, none of the reasons are in particularly, you know, good health financially. But you've got the Ospreys, chief executive leaving and all sorts of rumours. I mean, are you worried as an Ospreys fan? Absolutely.
1: I hope it won't, you know, I hope it won't come to that. Um but, you know, there was the talk, was it two years ago, or was it just the season prior prior to going on the Lions tour, um, that the Ospreys and the Scarlets were going to merge?
4: That know. was through the Six Nations.
1: That was the through Six the Six Na- Nations. The that Six was when Gatlin
4: played up in Scotland, wasn't it? There was all that talk yeah. about merging. I, I
2: just and, got to you know, feeling
4: that either it's going to be a merger or someone's going to go, you know, and I hope I'm wrong, I really do, but I just got this feeling now something's going to happen. Some big decisions are going to have to be made. You know, and if it's my team that gets the chop, then, you know, I'd be sad, but so be it. You know, i it's just one of those things. I'd be gutted, but I do feel you it's support them. T- <laughs> no one. I'd be neutral. I wouldn't support <laughs> any of no,
0: you know what I do? Yes. Yeah, you know issue.
4: what I do? I, I, I get a season ticket, I go down to Bristol, Gloucester, because I'm in Newport and get a train to Bristol. But <clears> I get down to Gloucester, yeah. it's easy to get to Gloucester. And get the card for
0: quickly, would no, but if you no, lose your side, kind of. you know, <laughs> if you if you lose we'll your you side, anytime, <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Jamie's right though. If if you lose your side, yeah, it takes a long time to adjust to that. Mentally, it takes a long time to go and and say my side isn't there anymore. And when they start putting the houses, and I, and I mean this from community game right up to to professional game. When they start selling the ground off, and they start building houses, and they start doing this that, and then it hits home that that reality that my club is gone, and and wow. there isn't a rugby pitch there anymore, and the club isn't there, you know. You and it doesn't matter me. what level you're at, whether it's community or professional, yeah, you walk away from the game for a period <laughs> of time because you go, you know, if that's if that's the way that that game is going to go, I don't want to be a part of it. I'll go, I'll walk okay. away. 'Cause I don't want to be part can of it. Can I can I
1: just ask lads? So I, I, obviously there's four regions. So Reese, uh prior to regional rugby you supported Cardiff. Mm-hmm. We still yeah. have Cardiff League. Prior to Regional Rugby you were supporting the Scarlets?
0: No. Nope.
1: Or who were you supporting
0: prior to that? I was playing for Quins, mate. So I, I yeah, didn't no no a... no but
1: no but was you supporting the Scarlets? Were they your club growing up to to watch
0: on T V? Well Scarlets didn't exist until to Nassi, yeah. then. Yeah. No, oh, Sleshy, Sleshy. no. No. No, I, I, I didn't, didn't support... Not, that. It's another club. I didn't OK, right, all right.
1: right. I, so, OK, so for argument's sake, right, there was Nessie Scarlet. There's still the Scarlets. There was Blues. There's now the Dragons who were the Newport trying to say they went Dragons. Ospreys were Nathan Swansea, who we lost to become one region. You know, so we'd we'd already lost our club. You Nith know, is still playing, right, in, in the championship. There, that's my, that's the team I've always grown up following. But you've always had Cardiff, you've had Newport, you've had Northley. You know, so out of those regions, yes, would the Ospreys be the ones to go? I hope not, because and I, you see the banner, the one true region. It is true because we came, we formed from three clubs, Bridgend as well. You know, we, we, we sort of benefited from the demise of the of the Celtic Warriors. But and, and in Cardiff, Cardiff, and and in Cardiff, yeah. But but you know, the scarlets were always the scarlets as far well as I'm concerned. You you can take Clefley up the name, but they're still the Claffey scarlets as far well, as I'm concerned. And it's still the Newport Dragons.
4: Well, it was it was Newport Ebbw fail
1: that there was
4: dragons. Yeah. it was the amalgamation yeah. of two clubs. But um, yeah, although I do say it's gone more of a Gwentfield now. I'd say the Newport. You speak to any Newport supporter, they don't associate themselves with the Dragons. You know, it's it's Newport RFC now, so, yeah.
3: Is it really? Is that right?
4: No, I mean, uh,
3: yeah. Newport RFC, Dragons RFC a lot of them.
4: Don't ass- they, they don't associate ah. with the Dragons, is why I'm saying. You know, Newport, yeah. the famous oh, okay. old school, because when they dropped the Newport Gwent name, a lot of them just walked away then, because they said, you know, we were being too Gwent. And that's the one thing that did happen with the WRU takeover. We pandered to Gwent a lot more. And mm-hmm. has it worked? No. Because the core support is in Newport. That was my That's next question. Do
1: you think that has worked as a region then, you know? Yeah. But oh, then again, you see then you see them by the crowds. All right, we're based in or just out on the outskirts of Swansea. And we're you know, we are not pulling in the crowds from that region. We i I've seen this on Twitter and people are going and giving giving me percentages and populations and all that bobbins. But you know, we the the rugby fan isn't coming to these games as often as they would like you know, and they're not filling the stadiums, which I don't think we're ever going to fill the 20,000 seats. They're not going to fill the stadiums.
3: No.
4: You're not gonna you know, we're it. not. It's, it's just
1: not feasible.
4: you got to be No, to we, it's not You go back to
1: somewhere like the Knoll and put the facilities in there. I think, you you, you know, you could fill up. Like I think you fill the, the, the Arms Park every weekend. They get a great crowd every weekend. Dragons every other weekend. I think, they, you know, they do all right. But the Scarlet and the Ospreys, we, we've got these nice big stadiums, but we're not
0: filling them. Well, see, I, I reckon... And this is what I've gone back to saying the other day, yeah and when when you support the club there there are the, there are different levels that you come in as a supporter as, yeah, and the the top level of that is the the sunshine supporters who tune up when you're winning, yeah, yeah, and beneath that you've got core supporters and then you've got base supporters. Yeah, your, your base supporters are people who've got a, a physical attachment to, like, your school team. Everybody within your school will, you know, you've got that base attachment to your school team and your college team or whatever, yeah? You don't necessarily have that base attachment, or there's a very, very small base attachment to uh, a, a professional club, yeah? And they know this. The, the core supporters are the people that have got an emotional attachment to that club yeah so for for me you're asking about you know who did I support support before no one yeah, i didn't support freely before yeah i'd watch the the big teams playing and i'd look at them and i'd match myself against them and i'd go i could be there doing that but actually because i'm so far away from those clubs i'm never going to get an opportunity to yeah so it, it, there was never that connection with that club when the scarlets, well, so that's when you left the
1: dark side of the Queens for Pembroke Scarlets, ain't
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but, but but when when the scarlets came along, yeah, and I'm coaching under sevens um, and and struggling, yeah, because I had one ball between thirty five kids, and the scarlets come down, they went all right, you know, when they brought Gareth Davis, they brought Reese Priestland, and they brought Scott Williams, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, I've got a connection with the scarlets. And those 35 boys that are there training with me have got a connection with the Scarlets. And those 35 boys' parents and their brothers and their sisters have all now got a connection with the Scarlets. Because, do you know what, when they see Gareth Davis training on the telly, uh, playing on the telly, and they turn to their mate and they goes, oh, I was playing with him last week. The training. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a connection, there's a core connection there and there's different ways of establishing that core connection and that's what's missing in, in the professional era is they've gone, they, they've assumed that people are going to connect to the club because they're playing professional sport and they're missing this whole core connection with people, where people actually feel something for that club. Yeah, Because Jane, you've been supporting Uh, the Dragons, yeah, over the last two seasons with, what, two wins? Up until this season, yeah, those last two seasons, two wins. If you were there as a Sunshine supporter, you wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah?
4: but this is the point I've made on Twitter, right, is the hardcore they'll turn up regardless, and it's a core, hardcore supporter of the Dragons, now I'd say about two and a half thousand-ish. They're going to be there every single week, whether they lose every single week, right? The biggest driver... For increased attendances is success. It really is as simple as that success pulls crowds. It's a very difficult time out there now. We've got cost of living, you know, this is competing with football. These are very difficult times. People are not going to spend their hard earned money if you're losing week in, week out, week week in, week out, right? The hardcore support will turn up if you want to get the casual fans. You've got to provide a product, and you've got to provide winning rugby. Otherwise, they're not going to turn up. I've seen it. at The Dragons, mate, right? it really is as simple as that. Success post Crowd. So you know, i being been a Scots fan when yeah, they went to the Pro 12. Your attendances went up, yeah, didn't they?
0: But they're transient, yeah. But all of those players that turned up then, they're not there now. Yeah, now that, no, time, that yeah, now, yeah, now that time's hard. Now that you need that that base level, yeah, and that's what I'm saying is they need to work on bringing that base level up. By establishing that core connection, because by hoping that that you know you've seen this at Bristol, you know Bristol are running a debt of like sixty-five million or something like that. It dwarfs the rest of the debt in the, in the, the the rest of the Gallagher Premiership. They're doing that because they've gone. We're going to be a successful team. And um, Bristol Bears have got sixteen thousand season ticket holders. That's bigger than um, Parker Scarlet's. Yeah. Sixteen thousand season ticket holders. But that was based on the success from two seasons ago. Yeah. Support so on is,
4: success. Yeah. 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 But now you know, the when the author had it's success in the early days,
0: they three times the size of Cardiff as well. And the population,
4: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. population
4: is a big thing, Mike. Uh, it is it yeah, does it matter is.
3: population.
0: But, it is a factor. But those core supporters that bought those sixteen thousand t- season ticket holders are now not even turning up to the games because things ain't going well for Bristol. Mm. Yeah, they're not winning the way they used to. The exciting rugby isn't there. It's, it's not that. It's not the you know golden brand that it was two seasons ago. So their attendances are starting to go down and down and down. Yeah, as you'd expect. Yeah. But that's what, yeah no that's what I'm saying. Yeah? If that was a core support, yeah. My my point is that you gain more as a club and as a sport. By establishing those connections and working on that core support than you do on hoping that you're gonna buy a winning team. Yeah. And you you look at Irelands, card if Carwin, you you know the Irish teams, yeah, better than the the rest of us. But yeah. core support in Leinster and Munster <laughs> is massively higher than what it is in in Wales. It I, is I but right?
1: like it is, but you're, you're pulling people from the main cities. Yeah, this like uh, this guy I, I had a bit of a spat on Twitter with him the other day. But and he, you know, he was right to men- mention populations. But you know, Leinster is predominantly coming from Dublin, not the Leinster region. You know, mm. uh, there, there are people who will come and travel to see see them play. Um, and Munster again, predominantly Cork, but there are people who will come and see them play. And they're playing in two stadiums in, uh, in, in Musgraven and, and Toman Park. You know, depends which who they're playing and what crowds you think they'll get. Is, that's my personal opinion. I might be completely wrong on that. Uh, you know, Connaught is the smallest, bit, one of the biggest regions with the smallest
2: nations. Uh, um, and again,
1: yeah, I like, like Ulster. You, uh, you're covering two Ulster covers from Ireland and Republic of Ireland. So they're pulling people in from those areas. Like my mate used to go from Portadown on the train to go and watch them. You know, um, is there more of an affinity
3: so, though to the like the they're not regions, they're the provinces though, isn't it? Like I'm a Munster man or it,
1: it is the province. Man. The province works. The province works yeah. absolutely. People believe in their province, um, and rugby is like the fourth sport there. And someone pointed out to me the other day on Twitter said, like you know. Rugby doesn't come in the top percent, but he included walking and jogging in, in these in this as well. But it doesn't <laughs> like I I I don't go to watch walking events. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, but
4: Ireland haven't had those problems that we've had in Wales, when You say about provinces? They haven't had to do regional rugby. They haven't had to go through all the stuff that they've always been provinces, haven't they? Lens have always been. Yeah, that, had... like
3: that attachment yeah. is is historic. Yeah. It goes back yeah. hundreds yeah. of years.
0: And that's, they haven't dis- had dis- disenfranchisement
4: that we no, keep talking
0: about. In Wales. But that's what we need to get to. If we're go if if we're gonna make our regions the success that they could do, we've all got talented players in there. We've all got a talented pool of players beneath them. Yeah. Well, you have to have a
1: northern region as well, then.
0: Potentially, I'm the who's paying for that?
1: <laughs> who's paying exactly. for that? We can't afford four teams. No chance. No, well, that's, that's, that's the argument. Who yeah. would go?
0: Yeah, and the Ospreys becoming a, uh, uh, you know, the RGC. You know, it's it's something. What I'm saying is, is you have to have a a stronger connection to the clubs than what we do now, and we feel it because we we experience that. We experience that connection with the club, and there are. That's where the yeah, W the, clubs... the WRU need to take the responsibility for that the WIU need to take the responsibility for connecting people to their local team, to their local club, yeah, and and supporting, you know, you look at the area that the scarlets supports, yeah, that's a massive, massive area, and you compare well, like Moffat that said,
1: again. Moffat said, he, he brought in regional rugby, and he stood around said, it doesn't work. You know, this is the the, the guy who's the brainchild behind it all, it doesn't work, you know, 15 years later, or whatever it is, we are now, and you know, would, could we go back down to say having six clubs where people from those areas go there week in, week out because it's their club? We can't they go, go back to waters the it. They be... can't go back to clubs. It's too late. No. We can't yeah. do that.
0: We're getting pummeled as four he's, regions. Just, yeah, you know, we're we're getting our ass handed to us every weekend as four regions. You go down to six clubs, yeah. You're you're getting your ass chopped up and fucked by a bull every week, yeah. It's. You, it's it's unrealistic to expect Ebervale and Merthyr to compete with Bristol Bears in the European Cup. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Some we we need to, to have a, a real honest conversation with ourselves as supporters mm. and with the colour and the whole thing, you know. You know you said earlier Reece, you know there are three sections to to rugby there's a fourth section yeah which is education and in england and ireland and france and scotland that is the key driver for the professional game and you you watch rugby paub on a on a thursday night they play on a wednesday you watch it on a thursday night yeah it ain't it ain't great rugby it's okay but it ain't great then go and watch Irish schools play. Go and watch English schools play. Go and watch the Scottish schools play, and it's like watching professional rugby. And well, school, it's different. like
1: having the Bucks, isn't it? It's the Bucks League. Yeah, you
0: know, yeah. Which the
1: the, the the Bucks are the feeders in Ireland. The college, the college rugby is massive. You know, mm. they will fill Donnybrook Stadium every night with yeah. the with the college rugby. It's and the Ireland's private school
4: no system as well in Ireland. You know, yeah, they got yeah, very yeah. good
1: private schools and college
4: system, yeah. and, and England
0: and Scotland. But yeah. you look at the. Yeah, so our main Bucks team is um, Cardiff Met. Yeah. And in theory, Cardiff Met should serve all four regions. The most players that come out of Cardiff Met go to English professional sites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's. That's an issue. We isn't like, it? This is this. The Cardiff Met is one of the top educational and research establishments for rugby in the world. It's got a reputation around the world. Why the hell are we not using Cardiff? Why have we only... So we got Cardiff Met, Cardiff Uni and Swansea Uni. Yeah? Swansea Uni... on the Exiles programs as well. No, I'm talking about within Bucks. Okay. Yeah? So you've got those three teams inside Bucks. Yeah? And we've got four regions. So you've got three teams feeding four regions. And one of those teams isn't feeding any region specifically. Yeah? and this is what i mean we 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 need to change the way we think about the game in in wales if we are going to make the success of the regions that they should be we we need to go right back and say right okay let's redesign this again from the bottom up because it ain't working we're not supporting that top layer at the minute it's a bit like having a pyramid built on a, a set of stilts yeah and we we're, we're looking at Look at the pyramid, it's shiny and golden. Whereas actually the stilts that are holding it up are crumbling. Yeah? So, that's... That's my bit of Christ boys. We, we said we were going we to do a little bit on the rugby and we were going to get.
4: There's no
0: easy answer little solution, bit.
4: That's no little walking. bit. no You yeah. can talk about this all night. You can talk we about could. it all night. We could, honestly, we could stay up all night and talk, but there's no easy answer or solution. But just no. to say, we're going to say regional rugby's not working. From a Team Wales point of view, it has. It because has, yeah. Wales, yeah, Wales is providing Wales grand slams, championships, yep. Uh, World Cup semi-final so the problem is now Wales aren't doing well the focus and the blame is going back on the regions whereas actually the regions have produced and developed these players they are more than playing their part for Wales' Mm -hmm. success and people should remember that
0: and I think the bit for us is did did you just
1: drop the mic then?
0: Gents, <laughs> <Done it. laughs> I think we we leave that there then. And we will, uh, uh, I'm going to keep hold of my notes. Keep on my notepad there. Look, my Send little the notepad. picture, please. And, yeah. I'm going to mark it down if you lose that <laughs> <Yeah>. fact.
3: <laughs> End the season. We'll have a look. Just listen so to last week's marks?
0: pod. I've got, I'll, I'll find my notepad. What we might do is we might double up our our forfeits for next week I'll be fucking slaughtered by the time we get to predictions when I huh. <laughs> right. gents pleasure as always gents we shall do this again and uh, yeah enjoy your rugby have a good week nice and Peace done all, all Thank you for listening to this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it enough to come back next week and listen again. So please do subscribe, rate and review the pod as it really helps us on most of the platforms that we appear on. You can keep the conversation going on Twitter and Facebook by searching for us on RAP, W-R-R-A-P, or you can email us on Welsh Regional Rugby Pod at gmail. Dot com. We'll be back next week to do some more of the same. We hope you'll come and enjoy us, and in the meantime, enjoy your rugby.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?